0: Fuck you! That's my name! (laughs)
1: Hey, what's up? This is Sharks Across Hollywood, and I just screamed into the microphone, and I didn't mean to, but fuck it. Who cares? You guys aren't listening to this on headphones. You're driving in your car, jerking off, or fucking. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome.
0: Oh, yeah, man. If you're if you're fucking while you listen to this, please let us know. That's how I come. <laughs>
1: that would be my favorite thing ever so uh this week we're gonna talk about a movie that nobody's ever heard of the only reason i found it was because i was scrolling through tubi and i'm like hey billy blanks is in this movie and that kid who was a ninja turtle he was a ninja turtle yeah we'll we'll break into his we'll we'll break into a lot of imdb stuff in this one because there's a lot of cool people in this fucking in this movie (laughs) all right we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about this movie called showdown it came out in 93 it's directed by robert radler we will talk about him in just a minute it's a karate kid ripoff and i was almost ready to be like hey man we should just do like we should call this like a series Karate Kid ripoffs and then I realize there's only like three that I can find so that would just kind of
0: be dumb. <laughs> the important thing is you found this one and this one is near and dear to my heart because I actually watched this when it was on HBO back in the 90s um, I, I rolled across it somehow I don't remember almost anything about it or rather I didn't before we ended up watching it remember almost anything about it but there is one scene that stuck itself in my mind and i've thought about it ever since it's the scene when they're coming out from training and uh what's his name again
1: ken or billy because it's ken scott is the actor and billy blanks is the other actor and they just named the characters ken and billy
0: didn't want to make it too confusing for people who are obviously not professional actors i I believe
1: that is why they actually did it yes they said that (laughs) in that in that little documentary on the blu-ray
0: yeah okay that makes perfect (laughs) sense so we have mark strong's little brother ken because he looks just fucking like Mark Strong. Did you notice
1: that? I'm gonna have to Google that shit. Which one's Mark? Mark Strong? Strong.
0: He's the guy from The Kingsman and Kickass. He played Mick Lovin's Oh, that guy again. We we
1: you fucking bring him up all the time, and I, I have to do that every time. I have to look him up.
0: I know I've brought him up multiple times, and but that's the thing. This kid looks fucking just like him. Like they even have that jaw that looks like they could do push-ups with it. So anyway, Ken is coming out and he's drying off his face and he's like, it's like hundred degrees in there. Why do we got a why do we gotta train in there? and then billy says uh, uh builds your endurance you know yep puts it puts pressure if you could function under pressure blah blah blah. you know i remembered that all my life it's I've, true i've had that floating back in <laughs> through my memory every time i start thinking about exercising which happens to me you know two three times a year i never do it but i think about it
1: i think about and, it all the uh, time
0: oh god i think of that specific scene and you found the movie that it was that it came from i couldn't believe it when you when you were telling me about it
1: <laughs> well and i I thought you were talking about something else too because i i distinctly remember seeing a billy blanks movie that was not this one and i was watching it with my parents back in the late 90s early 2000s somewhere in there just on cable you know when digital cable first started being a thing he was like trapped in this room and it was really hot and they like they were like heating it up on purpose to like fucking kill him or do something to him and he had to take off all of his clothes so he's in his underwear and he's like doing a kata and doing doing all of his martial arts shit oh okay no
0: yeah no this was not that this was specifically that scene where they're just talking about it they're not actually doing anything in the hot room they're just covered in sweat and uh you know basically giving each other make out eyes
1: so let's let's talk about the director here this guy's name is robert radler okay
0: is that a pseudonym because i mean let's face it a lot of the music in this movie felt like it came from a movie that was an adaptation of paperboy so robert radler come on
1: it doesn't um he he directed a movie under the name bob radler if that helps i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we're gonna break into this because he uh he directed at least two future episodes future episodes for us and of what two future Sharkpod episodes
0: oh of- oh you mean he directed the films we'll be talking about okay yes. i'm feeling really sharp today <laughs> me wow.
1: too obviously this movie is the kind of movie that would do that to you also it has like zero fucking substance no you know what i
0: i I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you because this movie was kind of the bright spot in my day today. Work was just a nightmare today, and then I sat down and I rewatched Showdown, and it was like, all right, okay, this is this is more my speed.
1: Today. I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean it's really dumb, and there's not a lot. You don't have to be smart to fucking watch this movie and understand every goddamn second of it.
0: That's true. That's very true.
1: But that's why they have movies like this. It's brainless entertainment. Just sit down and shut up and have a little fun.
0: It's no do the right thing.
1: It is no do the right thing.
0: Is is it just me or does Billy Blanks look like Spike Lee's cousin? And I don't mean that in any kind of like, I do. I mean, specifically Billy Blanks and Spike Lee, they look like they could be cousins. No, they could totally be related. They even speak with kind of the same cadence a little bit. I'm wondering if they were raised in the same neighborhood, you know, like if they both come from Brooklyn or something. I don't know Billy Blanks' background.
1: We're going to stop talking about him for a second because I'm going to make fun of Robert Radler for, for a second and then I'm going to tell, tell everybody how cool he is.
0: Let's hear some Robert Radler jokes. How many Robert rattlers does it take to screw in a light bulb
1: i don't know but he directed a survivor music video (laughs) wait what that was his first credit on imdb his first directing credit i can't hold back i don't know what that song is i've never heard it
0: nobody knows any survivor songs other than eye of the tiger
1: uh burning heart hello or heart's on fire sorry
0: i know but see you don't even know it
1: but then do you know the monkeys i do do you remember, remember their the show from goes. their their show from the 60s
0: yes i uh watched it pretty regularly when i was a youngin
1: did you know that in 1987 they tried to reboot it and call it the new monkeys
0: yes i did and i was at the uh the puyallup fair when the monkeys played
1: <laughs> the the new monkeys you mean or the real monkeys
0: no it was the real it was oh, the okay. monkeys reunion are you talking about like a new version of the monkeys that didn't include the original cast mm-hmm. oh okay that i wasn't aware <laughs> of i just remember i just remember you know in the in the 80s when all those 50s and 60s stars were kind of like trying to do their comeback tours and shit like that they did you know they did the leave it to beaver reunion episode and stuff and the monkeys did a similar thing oh i remember they, i was there Then man. they toured
1: state fairs <laughs> i wasn't there but i do remember that no it's it's the new monkeys it's 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 the same kind of shit they're doing with shows today you know okay okay uh he directed three episodes of that
0: all right so quality work no yeah doubt. good for him
1: but so you know how this movie's kind of brainless there's not a lot to it uh it, the heart isn't really i don't know this movie doesn't really have a lot of heart in my opinion like there's characters that just are you i believe ken so heavily just he's so sincere in his not great acting it's fucking adorable kind of
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i i completely agree with you Billy Blanks is great to watch until he starts talking. And Ken was, yeah, like you said, uh,
1: they're both giving it their fucking, they're all (laughs)
0: like, I think Ken is trying a lot harder than Billy is. Billy is kind of like, you know, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I've got the moves, so I don't need to worry about the acting. That's, that's kind of the way it feels. Or maybe that's just what maybe that's me imposing my attitudes on him or something like that. But he does have the moves. I mean, when he, that final fight, he, oh man, he moves. Oh, he's awesome. uh, Yeah. But yeah, Ken is just like he, he, he's just in there trying so hard yeah, he really is it's pretty cute but
1: then 1989 here comes the cool shit so robert radler uh, has a special place in my heart because he directed best of the best and best of the best Two. oh my god i knew it so i am fucking in it but it gets better hang on hang the fuck on it gets way better you're gonna love this my um,
0: knuckles are white with anticipation
1: he directed a whole episode of sweet valley high that good enough for you <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not what I was... That, that, that's not the cool part. Robert Radler directed 11 episodes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. He directed the Power Rangers Zeo Zeo Quest, which is the transition between Mighty Morphin and fucking Power Rangers Zeo. And he directed 17 episodes of the official Power Rangers Zio TV show. Yeah, I can
0: see how, for you, that's a big thing.
1: I didn't know that until I started just looking at his IMDb the other day. Yeah. So
0: you just stumbled upon this. You know, it, it doesn't surprise me, actually, because because you have such a type in no. terms of in terms of film that, uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all to find out that this guy who directed not only a couple of your favorite movies also turned around and directed your favorite show, which, again, is exclusive to you. <laughs> Nobody else's favorite movies are and shows are Power Rangers and best of the best, but definitely you.
1: At least I have a thing, I guess. Hey, man, I'm not
0: trying to shit on it or anything <laughs> like that. I'm just saying, you have a type, and so it does not surprise surprise me that you're attracted to the same type over and over and over again
1: i do i do like my crappy martial arts movies let me tell you Mm -hmm. except best Mm -hmm. of the best i don't think that one's actually a pretty good movie best of the best two on the other hand is one of those kind of crappy martial arts movies that are just fun as fuck to watch because it's ridiculous
0: i cannot comment because i don't remember
1: best of the best is kind of like the rocky of that franchise like it's a really it's a mostly grounded movie then the series does what rocky could have potentially done had they had somebody else been behind
0: it had they made Rocky 5 right on the heels of Rocky 4.
1: Yeah, like Rocky's fucking in the army for some reason because he's the only one that can take down the <laughs> Russian monster, like yeah. So let's meet some of these fucking characters real quick here. As most good 90s movies do, this starts with two cops eating donuts in 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 a car while they're on patrol. They're just kind of hanging out. <laughs>
0: And of course, one of the cops, as is, you know, police procedure in 1990, doesn't carry a gun.
1: Okay. How the fuck is he a cop if he doesn't carry a gun?
0: Yeah. Like, how did he make it through the academy if he doesn't like guns so much that he won't carry one while he's on patrol? Like, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> That's
1: Billy, by the way. Billy Blank's character, Billy. Yeah. So that doesn't make any sense at all. Of course, his partner is an older cop and he's like, you know, just wear it just in case you never know. And it's Chekhov's gun. But guess what? Never gets used. Oh. Okay. Oh, it does. He pulls it, it out. He pulls it out, no, but he doesn't actually shoot. It anybody gets with
0: it. pulled on him. Remember? Oh yeah. Oh, that's um, right. Uh, Lee's brother grabs it from behind and pulls it. And that is what leads to him accidentally killing Lee's brother. You mean Eddie Van Halen? Yeah, basically like it, he looked like Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> this movie has a lot of people who look like other people. It really I mean, does. you've got Ken looking like Mark strong. You've got Billy looking like Spike Lee. You've got that guy <laughs> looking like Eddie Van Halen. And then you've got, uh, the girl who looks like uh the girl who played drew barrymore's sister in the wedding singer
1: it's crazy Uh, that's weird because that is that girl yeah see she looks just like so let's cut to the the rich people house party that they get called to because apparently there's like underage drinking or something i don't really know why they're there (laughs) okay Let's let's go there because it's important. We gotta we gotta set the scene here. They fucking show up and they're like they seem to be nice cops and everybody kind of knows them. It seems like
0: yeah, which is weird. How many fucking cops do you know?
1: Zero. I mean, back then there were beat cops. There aren't really beat cops anymore.
0: Well, th- I think there are beat cops, but there aren't beat cops in Spokane. That's my guess.
1: There should be beat cops everywhere so they can like you know get to know people and shit. Wouldn't that be fucking and, and something? And beat people. Let's not beat people. <laughs> <laughs> the rich people house party. Is getting fucked up by eddie van halen and his brother patrick who plays lee but his name the, the actor's name who plays lee is patrick kill patrick which you think
0: fantastic. he's on uh, the suicide prevention lines watch list <laughs> <laughs> why why what his name is patrick kill patrick oh it's like a <laughs> command
1: we'll talk about him in a minute though i do like that guy I, mostly his name i like his name but he's shown up in a lot of fucking movies that i like and that's weird uh at least a I few yeah
0: 100 percent believe that he he's in a movie he's in a movie that i like too I'm, I'm sure he's been in other movies that i like but he's in this one particular one from the early 2000s it's a terrible movie but it just has a warm place in my heart called game box 1.0 that
1: sounds delightful actually yeah
0: it's it's truly terrible but it's very clever like it's got these elements to it that specifically if you were a gamer at that time it had some clever homages to popular video games holy shit dude thoroughly enjoyed
1: he was in the toxic avenger
0: what really
1: he played a character named leroy i don't fucking remember that though
0: i don't remember him in that huh well i don't remember most of the side characters in that movie anyway
1: oh holy shit I just Okay, I, I, just, I sense
0: you made a large discovery.
1: I just I just googled the character. And uh do you know that scene in the Toxic Avenger <laughs> where they're at their restaurant and Toxie goes in and rips that guy's arm off and like starts beating the shit out of him with it and stuff? God, I need to go back and rewatch that movie. I just watched it like a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, you need to go back and watch it. Yeah, he I knew I knew the name of that character, but yeah, no, you'll you'll remember him when you when you see it. <laughs> okay. Let's see, he was in Death Warrant.
0: Sounds like it's time to hit up Tubi.
1: Okay, so the first time I ever saw him, Patrick Kilpatrick, was in Three Ninjas Knuckle Up, which is the second movie in the Three Ninjas franchise, but it was the third of one course. to be released. There's a lot of a lot of weird stuff with the Three Ninjas, and yeah, he was a bad guy in that one. That sounds about right. Yep. Don't 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 man, don't fucking. He was also in Scanner Cop 2. That sounds awesome.
0: Oh, did you see the nice uh, Scanner Cop, Scanner Cop Two special edition that uh, Vinegar Syndrome just released on yeah. their halfway to Black Friday sale?
1: That's how I realized that those existed.
0: Yeah, I was uh, I was disappointed that I I couldn't work it into my budget.
1: Yeah, I didn't get anything from those guys.
0: I did. I got quite a few things. I, I got nine new movies from them, but uh, Scanner Cop and Scanner Cop Two weren't in the
1: budget. I ended up getting a bunch of weird shit from from Family Video though. So
0: yeah, I only ended up getting three movies from Family Video. Also, all Vinegar Syndrome releases. Boy, I got a lot of Vinegar Syndrome this last month.
1: So back to this fucking party. Let's uh let's let's bring this scene home. So Billy goes inside the house to see what's up and of course patrick and eddie are fucking messing around and they look nothing alike
0: yet they are brothers and they're messing around in the way that guys like this always mess around in these movies which is basically coming precariously close to murder
1: Yep, it was the '90s. It was charming. Um, <laughs> like they
0: are just fucking maniacs. It's it's so weird.
1: So like he ha- doesn't doesn't Patrick ha- Lee I guess have a he has like a guy held like he's holding a guy and he's like you know let him go. Billy says like let him go and I want to arrest you. That's 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 what I'll do. That's what I'll give you. But that's when who pulls the gun? Is it is it the van? It is the Van Halen guy.
0: Yeah, Lee's got that guy held in his in the headlock there, and Billy's trying to talk him down, but he's clearly stalling so that his brother has time. To sneak up behind him, at which he does, and then he pulls his gun on him, and then Lee is like, "Yeah, kill him!" It's like, okay, you guys are taking this so fucking insanely seriously.
1: Yeah. Well, he he does that throughout the entire movie. That guy.
0: Yeah, that guy's a maniac who seriously <laughs> needs to be institutionalized, like immediately.
1: So the, I said this was a Karate Kid ripoff, and it doesn't seem like it yet, but we'll get there in a second.
0: Oh, it, yeah, it it leans hard into the Karate Kid ripoff zone. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, uh,
1: so. Billy and Billy and the Eddie Van Halen guy who has the gun now, they kind of have a little, have a little, have a little fight over the gun and then something happens. See, I didn't take much away here because I don't care about this part. because i'm a a dick
0: uh billy basically throws the guy and he goes down onto these uh tiled stairs and cracks his head head and dies
1: and lee for some reason immediately knows he's dead like not he's not just like oh he's unconscious He's like no you killed my brother pig that's what he says and then the old cop guy the partner comes running in and he slaps the cuffs on lee while billy is in this fucking trance because he just fucked up real bad and then billy does this scream no (laughs) yeah Bad. See, that's not what I took so away from bad. this scene. You know what I took away from this scene? As Please the, enlighten me. As the, as, as the old partner guy is dragging Lee out the door, <laughs> towards the door, he looks at a girl and goes, hey, girl in red, open the door. And then she does. And then they leave through the door. She closes the door. And what does she have in her hand? She's just like eating a fucking thing of Pringles.
0: That, that was your big takeaway <laughs> from this scene? Seriously? Yep. After all of that? Yeah. After Billy kills this dude's brother, after... <laughs> because it's that guy's going
1: fucking ape shit i was like i was like are are those the fat free pringles (laughs) you've got questions yes you need answers then we cut to the showers because we need showers and and the old cop guy is just like unashamedly just naked
0: as you do when you're an old guy in a shower and it's beautiful have you been to the
1: ymca lately Uh, There's always when I take a shower, there's always an old naked guy in it.
0: Yeah, I I just I lately ever since I saw it, I think of that scene from Community (laughs) where Duncan just looks over at the guy in the shower and goes, you're very confident. I'll give you that. (laughs) You shouldn't be
1: (laughs) him and Billy have a little little heart to heart. And he's like, hey, man, shit happens. It could have happened to anybody. And then Billy in his most sincere, you know, little Maddie Damon Oscar award winning performance here (laughs) goes. It didn't happen to anybody. Spinelli, Spinelli is is his name. It happened to me. Billy quits. He doesn't want to be a cop anymore. He can't do it. Can't Can't put himself
0: in that position again. We've all been there. So we cut seven seven years years later. later.
1: Yes. This school, by the way, is rowdy as fuck. There's shit (laughs) happening in every corner. None of the kids have backpacks. Like where are your books? You little assholes. What The hell's going on. I counted (laughs) like three backpacks.
0: I love how all these characters, all these kids are supposed to be like all hard and threatening, but they all look like they're kind of confused and (laughs)
1: Just bored. Because they shot it at a real school with real kids, probably. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's the impression I got. And these kids were like, when the fuck is this going to be over? Or this is so cool,
1: but I'm so nervous. I'm going to be famous.
0: I suppose that's a possibility, yeah.
1: So Ken gets dropped off by his mom because you have to have a scene like this. Because after all (laughs) that that heavy shit like 30 seconds ago, you have to have some dumb joke. So he gets dropped off, and I said he looks 30 because he was. (laughs) If... If not older, <laughs> the 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 bully kid he is actually like 31 32 in this movie. Yeah, that sounds about right. So
0: I mean all these guys look like they're well into their 30s. Oh yeah,
1: no, they're old and I wrote down like apparently mom giving a shit if he has lunch is totally embarrassing. Like, you have a mother who cares, and that's bad, I guess?
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, it sounds counterintuitive to an adult, but that's why we're adults and they're kids, you know? <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, having a mom that cared was embarrassing.
1: Yeah, I guess. She hands him his lunch, and... He goes, well, at least she didn't give me a thermos to nobody. He just says that yep. to the air. And then she's like, Kenny, Kenny. And then he turns around and she has a thermos and we get a nice like <laughs> slow-mo shot of it sailing through the air into his hand. And then everybody clearly saw it, but he's still hiding it behind his back.
0: And everyone's staring at him. Everyone. They, it,
1: yeah. Like, they have they s- never seen like a person that they didn't know before or what?
0: Yeah. It's uh this is a scene that is really trying too hard. <laughs> like in a lot of ways
1: Uh, how about those three thugs like i call them the three thugs they're three white kids who fucking think they're hard and tough and shit yeah Uh, and
0: one of them one of them is just sitting there polishing a gun
1: yeah he has a gun one his shirt says kill yourself on it
0: no no that's the one next to him
1: oh (laughs) well one of their shirts says kill yourself they they remind me of those two idiots from high fidelity you know (laughs) yeah the the kids who hang out outside the store
0: (laughs) yes the shoplifters the uh what what was their name Uh, what was their
1: band name again i stole your mom's wheelchair oh (laughs) no no the kinky wizards the their album was called i stole your mom's wheelchair yeah okay there you go and then we meet the the vice principal he's terrible and fucking hilarious and he like he
0: has he serves literally no purpose in this whole movie no he's just there and he's a name actor he's a guy who you've seen in other things he was in blade runner for fuck's (laughs) sake
1: so yeah this movie could have been like less than 90 minutes <laughs> like there's so much in this movie that doesn't need to be there
0: yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff that could have been left on the cutting room floor. but i will say this he is funny he, the vice principal
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like one of the first things he says is hey you your mother have any kids that lived yeah
0: <laughs> And he just walks up. He walks up to Kenny. He's like, "Hey, you're the new kid, right? This place is packed. This is not a small school. This is at least, you know, five hundred to a thousand kids in this school." And he like immediately identifies the new kid at a glance. Like, wow, I'm impressed.
1: I mean, I guess we're supposed to, uh, kind of infer that he looks different because he's from a small town and he's now in a big city Ooh, he does look different i mean that's true because he looks like not a fucking asshole
0: <laughs> basically <laughs> okay so let's get into class come on yeah well
1: before we get into class <laughs> foreplay. he foreplay he goes into the hallway and he's walking through this walk, walking through you know, the hall trying to find his way to class. And then some asshole throws fireworks on the floor and he immediately dives down and goes, gunfire, get down. Oh, because he saw the kid polishing the gun. And then him and Christine Taylor make eyes for a second. Is that the name of uh, Ben Stiller's wife? Yes. Ex-wife, by the
0: way. Oh, ex-wife. Oh, I was not aware she was single again.
1: Her name is Julie in this movie. Better
0: hit her up on the Instagram.
1: So we have a legit celebrity in this. We have like somebody who's been in movies that people have actually seen too.
0: Yes, that's true that's true and like
1: would be able to name her
0: i don't know about that well maybe not that might be a stretch probably
1: (laughs) (laughs) she was in dodgeball
0: (laughs) yeah ben stiller's ex-wife is the best i can do i I couldn't even name one of her characters
1: oh also right before we get to class let's talk about the bad guy the main not the main bad guy like the second main bad guy the main bully okay let's talk about him he is a creepy chauvinist freak I don't like him. He makes me very uncomfortable.
0: I agree with you. Having said that, he might be the best actor in this movie because I actually completely believe that he is a dangerous douchebag who could explode <laughs> into violence at any moment.
1: Oh, my God. Is it, it? it is it, for you having a daughter, you know, around that age that must be trying to see a guy like I own you. You do what I want. Don't call my sensei. Oh, she's like, you sound like that jerk Lee who is his sensei. And, and he's like, hey, he's my sensei sensei. don't talk about him that way (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) just that line i own you like that is fucking creepy and he says it
1: more than once
0: the impression i get in that first scene and maybe you didn't take this away i get the feeling he thinks of it as an endearment oh yeah no like, he definitely which thinks that. just which just makes it so much creepier
1: the setup is very karate kid right new kid shows up in a new school hits on bar- barely hits on talks to <laughs> a little bit the bully's girlfriend in this case current girlfriend and karate kid ex-girlfriend and then the bully beats the shit out of him like 12 times
0: i will i will say this my son came in he didn't see the beginning okay (laughs) he only saw from about the halfway mark you know maybe maybe slightly before that but it was the neighborhood of the halfway mark he comes in and he says you know i don't mean to take the bad guy's side here but if i had a girlfriend and this dude just kept talking to her and wouldn't stop i'd probably fight him and then I had to explain. Yeah, well, you see, it's not like it was something that escalated and then culminated in them fighting. It was the second he saw them talking, he beat the living shit out of yes. him.
1: Yes. Would you did you explain to your kid that you don't actually own your girlfriend?
0: Oh, I I don't think he caught that part. He didn't Okay. <laughs> he didn't catch that until later.
1: And if <laughs> if she really cares about you, then you don't have to beat up the other guy.
0: Yeah, once I explained that, he was like, "Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's pretty. That's pretty creepy.
1: <laughs> and if you do have to worry about her just ditching you for the new guy, then yeah,
0: I I don't know, man. High school relationships are fucking weird.
1: They're not even are... real relationships. They, they, they don't even count.
0: Yeah, they're kind of like, they're kind of like like test drive relationships. You know, where you like you're just a, you're experimenting, but you're you're not committing to anything. They're like rental relationships. There we go. They're rental <laughs> relationships.
1: That's a way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh,
0: like like you you you're trying it out, but. you... You don't want to buy you know you just want to figure it out and then later on that's when you start seriously shopping for a relationship
1: yet all your crazy hormones tell you that you were in love yep oh it's man the truth. yikes anyways uh l- the first class this teacher's kind of a bitch but i don't really blame her <laughs> given all the fucking freaks in that class yeah there's
0: literally a, a scene where she says hey put the knife away <laughs>
1: And and the worst part of it is somebody keeps on drawing potatoes on the chalkboard. And it's not even potatoes, it's just the word potato. <laughs> and what the second one says like potato 1996 question mark.
0: It's super weird. It makes no goddamn sense. I will say that is in keeping with uh, what high schoolers find entertaining.
1: Yeah, it really does. In fairness, I found it entertaining just because it doesn't make any sense. In the interest of
0: expediency, we can basically skip a lot of this because the truth is it's just the karate kid. We just get the karate kid set up. He talks to the girl. The boyfriend sees it, beats the shit out of him. Boom. Now we've got a rivalry.
1: Right. One difference, though, he meets a friend that's actually not a piece of shit that abandons him the first time. And he gets his butt kicked
0: that's true i do think filmmakers learned their lesson and uh and saw that and we like you know what that's a mistake we're not going to make that same mistake and indeed they didn't
1: oh so guess what we get to do if it was a thing which is not going to be because i'm way too lazy to make it a thing
0: it's not ass sliding
1: weird science connection because oh jesus seriously mike It plays Gary. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He plays Gary in the Weird Science TV show, but he's also in Double Dragon, so we've already done a Weird Science connection for him. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. I I remember the Weird Science TV show, and he... Oh, yeah, that... That's right. You did mention him from, from Double Dragon, but I didn't remember his character in Double Dragon. I remember his character in this movie
1: though. Oh yeah. In Double Dragon in, he's one of the Mohawk gang members.
0: Okay, yeah. So like tiny tiny bit role, whereas here he's yeah. a major character. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like he actually matters in this one. He doesn't he's not just there to make funny haha jokes. Yeah. Even though in this movie he's definitely there to make funny haha jokes. The Maybe. actor's name is John Asher, by the way.
0: Well I'm glad we have that because I was going to be mad if you didn't provide it.
1: Oh good. Well he he's done a lot of TV and T V movies and stuff oh of course he was on nci or csi ncis all that shit
0: well of course he's a tv actor i mean he's probably he's also been on law and order and law and order svu i
1: have no he (laughs) nope no 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 law and order hang on i'm now now i need to confirm that he was in an episode of step by step and young indiana jones
0: god i forgot about that
1: swiss family robinson a tv movie from 1998
0: okay we're we're digging way too deep into this dude's imdb page hang on god
1: damn it (laughs) if you don't strike some gold soon I'm gonna he directed a very very crappy movie with Jen <laughs> jenny mccarthy in it called dirty love which has a 3.6 oh, out of 10 on imdb how, and it fucking deserves it how the fuck has that
0: movie come up twice on this podcast
1: has it where else what other yes. episode
0: i don't remember which episode but i remember you saying something about a movie called dirty love and i went "Ooh, that sounds sexy and you said it stars jenny mccarthy <laughs> and i immediately curdled on the idea
1: okay i have a vague recollection of that actually
0: yeah how did that movie get two mentions on sharks across hollywood
1: fuck oh by the way we also have a legit karate kid series connection that other you know that other bully that's always hanging out with the main bully guy the one with the dark hair
0: No, wait what's what series the karate kid series was there a tv show i'm unaware no, of? no
1: the karate kid series like the film series oh okay well is it
0: from the first movie fuck no
1: it's from the next karate kid he plays he's like the bad bully kid in the next karate kid with hillary swank yeah that one
0: <laughs> i've told you that i've tried my whole adult life to expel that movie from my mind
1: well get used to it because it's going to come up again and again i don't see any reason why it should every time we do a michael ironside movie i'm going to talk about it
0: fuck you so when we michael ironside has been in
1: so many better movies than that when we do highlander 2 i'm going to talk about it it's going to be delightful and i'm going to bring up The Willy Show. Good. When we do Free Willy, I'm going to talk about it. The library, though. We get to the uh, library and shit actually starts to happen.
0: Honestly, we could probably skip the library too. He talks to her. Boom. There you go. We're done. Oh, excuse me. He talks to her and we get the Johnny on the Beach scene where the douchebag sees him talking (laughs) to her and decides to threaten him.
1: Don't forget the hot chick seducing the librarian.
0: Okay. That. That was a little funny. I would have found it disturbing if it wasn't for the fact that she's obviously older than me. She was definitely the hottie of the movie, which is saying something because Ben Stiller's ex is a hot woman.
1: She is very plain and boring to me. You know, she reminds me of my sister. It's super fucking weird.
0: If your sister looks like her, I am super pissed that we haven't been introduced yet.
1: Not entirely, but she reminds me of her more from The Wedding Singer. Oh my God. Fuck you, dude. That's so much
0: hotter. Ew. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. Drew Barrymore is definitely
1: the draw in that movie, but God damn, she had a hot sister. <laughs> okay. So from the library, Tom, Tom is the bully, him and his friends chase fucking Ken out. They don't chase him in this one. In this one,
0: he walks up to him and he, and he says he's going to kick his ass. Oh, that's but then right. she says, oh, please
1: don't. He didn't know. He didn't know you're the thank
0: man, you. you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, all right, fuck off, kid. Outside, they ambush him and beat the shit out of him.
1: That's right. But not before John Asher, who plays Mike, the friend says, I forgot I left my cat in the microwave and then he just kind of leaves and then and then and then ken gets gets accosted by all the by all the assholes they don't take his money they rip it up but then this is the this scene is important because it's the first it's the first beating and it's the first time we get the first interaction between billy and ken so billy by the way is now the janitor at this school so there's your connection to the beginning
0: they rip up his money and apparently none of them neither ken nor tom understand that torn money is still legal tender you can still spend that
1: Uh, i don't know man it was only a dollar so no it was 10 was it ten dollars i thought it was was it it was a ten dollar bill and then he just walks off like it's not
0: usable anymore well
1: he said it's not about the money kenny it's about no no no.
0: i don't mean tom tom walks off tom's just being a dick but then when ken (laughs) gets up when billy like finds him and one arm carries him out of there he just leaves the money on the on the floor on the ground well he's probably got a
1: concussion or something
0: that's true that's true he did get he did take a good hard
1: "Mm." yeah and that's probably what's happening to him while he's unconscious in the janitor's room a good heart a good heart Uh. not really as far as i know there's no child molesting going on as far as i know oh billy oh god i keep saying that to people they're like what the fuck are you talking about i'm like what you've never seen that movie i've never seen the actual movie i've only seen the cable guy isn't that where it's from that's where i got it no it's from um it's
0: from midnight express
1: oh well i've never seen midnight express i have only he seen the cable was guy.
0: yeah jim carrey's <laughs> character was doing midnight express it yeah. makes people very <laughs> that, uncomfortable that's one of the few movies i love matthew broderick in, yeah because like, what the hell are you
1: doing <laughs> i don't like matthew broderick i don't think uh ferris bueller's day off is that good of a movie i don't know
0: i don't know i like it but i have to admit that it's just because i saw it as a, you know growing up.
1: yeah right it's it's super overrated when you sit down and like watch it and you're like wow why do people like this ferris bueller's a yeah. fucking douchebag
0: it's one of hughes's weaker movies really but uh yeah you know, what are you gonna do
1: yeah his 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 stuff hasn't aged particularly well for me anyway anyways, so anyways.
0: <laughs> ken ken's in the boiler room getting a high hard one from billy <laughs>
1: Yep. Uh and he Billy just patches him up and he's like, Hey man, you don't want to spend your time hanging out with a fucking janitor. Get out of here and he's like, All right, thank you, bye. And then that's it for now. But now we're now we're getting into some shit here. Let's cut to Lee and his crazy dojo, and he's giving this speech. It's you know, mercy is for the weak. That it's it's his mercy is for the weak speech, but it's success is control, control is success.
0: And basically I think uh Bob Ratitude or whatever his name was <laughs> basically took Patrick, kill Patrick aside and was like look uh you remember martin Cove's speech in the karate kid and patrick was like yeah yeah i remember bob and bob's like all right i want you to do that but on crank
1: <laughs> yeah he's on some uppers isn't he
0: it's uh it's pretty
1: psychotic if, if it had been a parent visit day <laughs> a
0: lot of kids are getting withdrawn from that school
1: well yeah i, I was thinking about that like today while, while i was thinking about like how how i was going to approach this which never you know amounts to much but i'm like. <laughs> So Crease just kind of like is very abusive to these fucking children. How does he get away with that? They're all paying money to be there, I imagine, you know. And then this guy—Are you still talking
0: about? Because you said Crease. Are you talking about Crease? Are you talking about Lee?
1: Both, actually. I I meant I was talking about Crease first because I I I was going to get to Lee, and it's the same thing except Lee's way more psychotic. (laughs) Crease, yeah. yeah. Lee
0: looks like he's got some kids buried out back.
1: (laughs) It's fucking creepy uh so what they're doing here they're they're you know control the success success is control all that shit but what they're doing is they apparently they have like these fights in the dojo and they're he's trying out somebody to fight in the fights and i don't think it's against him even though he's the champion i think but there was a guy who showed up late to class and he's like all right you get you get to show me your stuff he's like i will judge you and to see if you're good enough to i guess come to the fights be invited to the fights to make money and shit
0: yeah and uh honestly why that guy stood up and decided to take that fight i don't know because he so clearly wanted to kill somebody right there
1: <laughs> he beats the shit out of this kid i imagine and then he does this thing where he turns to the he, he's like i win <laughs> and then then he turns to the class and goes who won and then they're like sensei who won sensei it is super creepy and cult like
0: and uh you know if you watch during the cut as they dissolve to the scene with tom talking to uh, the milf
1: yes oh god
0: the class does not answer his last who won so i don't think they got the message
1: oh fuck so tom by the way is getting getting fucked by this cougar lady and it's again super fucking creepy <laughs>
0: They there there actually is a scene later where they confirm that (laughs) they fucked. Yes. And he's like, come on, it was good, wasn't it? And she's like, you lasted three minutes. How was that supposed to be enjoyable?
1: And I'm like, that's two and a half longer than I usually last.
0: Anyway, suffice to say, yeah, that was fucking creepy because, uh, like, well, it would have been creepy if, again, it wasn't clear that Tom was approaching middle age.
1: In the universe, it's creepy. Yes,
0: yes. Within the rules of the universe, it is definitely creepy.
1: Well, and also because, like, hey, uh, you have a girlfriend and she can't talk to any boys, but you can fuck this this hot old lady.
0: It's almost like it's not about faithfulness at all like i don't know if i didn't know better i'd say it seemed like maybe it was just about trying to control her
1: oh that doesn't make sense at all
0: no i know that sounds outlandish and ridiculous but you know i mean in a weird way it seems like it could be that if i didn't know him better (laughs)
1: Yeah. yeah later on we get like there this is telltale signs of crazy abusive relationships when she's like i don't really like him anymore she basically says that she's like i've been with him a long time i can't really leave can i
0: yeah it's so so upsettingly clear how abusive this relationship is but at the same time you know it's true a a lot of young girls don't realize it when you know they get into these abusive relationships and then they think it could never happen to me
1: yes but it can yeah right no shit we don't want to get we don't want to get too bogged down with this serious bullshit though you want to talk
0: about the shit that disturbs me as a father with a daughter
1: (laughs) that kind of stuff fun huh yeah yeah. yeah, I'm I'm with you. I don't fucking I, mine. Especially
0: are only, given the kind of guys my daughter's attracted to.
1: Yeah, mine are only eight. I'm like, oh, God, what the fuck are they going to bring home?
0: <laughs> and they're both going to be going through oh, it at the same God. time.
1: Oh, God, I can only imagine. <laughs> fuck. Anyways, <laughs> let's 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 get <laughs> off of that. So yes, we get yes, a couple please. we get a couple scenes here that don't really matter. Ken, we we go to Ken's house. His mom works nights. She also moved from whatever small town so she could get a job not quite as culty and weird as the mom trying to find a job in computers or whatever she just moved to this place because she heard there was work out there and dad's dead of course and Ken is a really sweet kid mom's like you want to ride and he's like no mom go get some rest i'm like kids don't talk like that
0: i'm going to disagree with you on that one i think that was not Ken oh no you're hearing per- <laughs> so much about his mom getting rest <laughs> as it was Ken not wanting his mom to drive him to fucking
1: <laughs> I remember yes i forgot to write that down but i also had that thought i'm like yeah Eh, probably and then julie apologizes for tom beating him up ken accepts like a fucking idiot and then they're like talking again (laughs) yeah
0: that's the point at which it's like all right um ken maybe you need to reassess i mean there there are other attractive girls at this school dude like how much do you love getting your ass beat
1: yeah so now we're back at the library
0: i'm not saying it's right i'm not justifying tom's behavior i'm saying ken Treat yourself better, dude. So
1: we go back to the library again, and it's 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 essentially the same scene. Him and uh, Ken and Julie are fucking just kind of hanging out, and of course, oh (laughs) before that happens, Mike, who is the friend, right? He's like doing this military thing, going like the coast is clear, man. This is a good landing zone, all that shit. And Ken's like, would you fucking stop it? Stop being dumb, because that that's Mike's whole thing. He's just kind of the comic relief character when everybody's getting abused and molested.
0: he brings a little levity to the to the domestic abuse
1: so gina is the violence is, gina is the cute bad girl by the way uh, and she seduces the library guy again god it gets so fucking weird there's a lot of that in this movie i don't <laughs> I don't know if these, if the men who made this movie like respect women at all. Tough to say,
0: yeah, yeah. V- very tough to say. All, could just be a product of its time. Could just be a product of massive, miso- mag- massive unchecked misogyny.
1: Or why not both? I was gonna say probably a little of both, yeah. Uh, this is where the chase scene happens, though, like the legit yeah. chase scene. The- right, and you know they chase his ass out of the fucking library, and he runs to the gym, and. <laughs> And just as they, this is these two guys, uh, Tom and his dark haired friend who his name I fucking don't care about. Just as they're about to kick his ass, Billy shows up and he's like, Hey man, get your shoes off my floor. Like that's his thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, they're then Tom and they're, they're like, get the fuck out of here. Janitor. Go fucking be a go janitor. Go clean toilets or some shit. Go Janet somewhere. <laughs> go e etor that's yeah and
0: then what follows is actually a, a pretty clever fight scene because billy never actually hits one of the guys until like he kind of doesn't have a choice right you know what he, i think he basically just he does a lot of dodging and deflecting and getting them to hit each other yep. but he never actually hits one until like right at the end and i i'm guessing you're probably going to say it's because he's so sexually aroused by the idea <laughs> of hitting these boys that he's stopping himself <laughs> I out of a sense of moral obligation
1: <laughs> i wasn't i was gonna say jackie chan ripped them off oh really yeah
0: in I, a subsequent in, in a movie that was after this
1: yeah i don't think that it actually happened but it plays out kind of similar in the karate kid remake because uh the kids are younger than they were in the karate kid you know in the karate kid they're like 17 ish right. so it's a little less weird for miyagi to be beating the shit out of you know older teenagers yeah. but in in the remake they're younger kids they're like 12 13 years old oh
0: yeah so that would not <laughs> yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would not be kosher at all. So
1: when he goes and rescues the kid, Jackie Chan, Mr. Han in the movie, and he rescues the kid whose name is Dre, he does that same thing where he kind of gets them to all beat the shit out of themselves. And then he's, you know, the kid's like, wow, that was really awesome. And he's like, when you're fighting angry blind men, it's just best to just get out of the way. And I always thought that was good. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah. No, that movie is actually really good. And it's really fucking long, though. Like, it does not need to be that goddamn long.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take your word for it and just not bother watching it.
1: No, watch it. I I actually, I 100% recommend that one. Yeah, I'm good. Do it. Watch it. It's good. And Jackie Chan's awesome.
0: I'd rather watch 90s Jackie Chan. Just watch it and don't be a bitch. I will be a bitch, sir. I know. You're always a bitch. I will bitch out to the extreme.
1: So Billy gets Tom in a fucking headlock and like is getting ready to pop his fucking head off.
0: Yeah, the truth (laughs) is, I I think that's the thing is like Billy was afraid of himself losing control if he actually started fighting. And uh, that is what seems to start happening until. Ken is like,
1: don't kill him. Don't kill him, Billy. And that never really comes back ever. So I don't know.
0: A lot of things don't come back around in this movie. The scene where he, Billy tells him he's got a blind spot that should have come back around, but it didn't.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That never happens again.
0: Yeah, That never like that was a perfect moment for a plot device. You right. know, and they just were like, nah, we don't need to address that
1: right after. Oh, Billy, by the way, fucking runs off like he he hightails it out of the gym. But then a bunch of people come running in and all they see is Ken standing over these two the two biggest badasses in school right like he kicked their asses so everybody thinks he he beat them up
0: doesn't help that his buddy uh what, <laughs> yeah. what's his name again
1: mike mike yeah
0: mike goes around telling everybody that that's what happened he's so. like
1: yeah no uh then <laughs> ken's like it was the janitor and he's like oh wait no we don't get that line yet he's like dude it was the janitor it's like we're, we're gonna go clear this up right now let's go so they go down to the janitor's like office or whatever it is it's not they're not he doesn't live in the fucking boiler room that's later
0: apparently he lives or at least trains in a room that has a massive water leak problem
1: oh yeah i yeah i don't really understand their training situation it is dripping like crazy down there that was a 90s staple you had to have pipes and weird shit happening everywhere Um,
0: it looks like fucking alien
1: they go to talk to billy and they're like hey he's like hey thanks for helping me out and he's like no dude i shouldn't have gotten involved whatever and mike's like oh wait you really did that oh kung fu janitor that's so subversive
0: That was a pretty good line. I I liked that line. Yeah,
1: he's he's pretty funny actually. I don't I don't hate him. There's a few
0: there's a few really good lines in this movie.
1: I really like that cat in the microwave thing though. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. It means nothing. It's pretty funny. So this is the obligatory in these movies. You have to have the scene where where the, the kids like teach me and the, the guy who will eventually say yes to teaching him goes
0: no. And then Ken doesn't put up any resistance at all. He's just like, all right, we'll get going.
1: Yeah, he's like, I understand. It's fine. He's yeah. way, he's way too nice of a kid. He's way he's way less of an asshole than Daniel is. So,
0: yes, for sure. At the same time, the relationship is way less engaging than Daniel and
1: oh. Mr. Miyagi. Oh, you so. think so, do you?
0: Uh, we'll- Assholery is a trade-off. <laughs> (laughs)
1: well we'll compare Miyagi to Billy a little bit here in a minute when we get there (laughs) okay I do want to talk about this part uh so we cut back to the cut back to the dojo and now Tom is in a bad fucking mood because he just got his ass kicked right so he's going a little too hard during the sparring session he's pissing off his friend and and knocking him out and then the hot older lady whose name I can't remember says like get the fuck over here you you're gonna talk to Lee right now and okay so as crazy as that initial (laughs) scene made him (laughs) Hang on, hang on. As crazy as that initial scene made Lee look, where he's beating the shit out of the kid, that was not the right place to reveal him at all. No, like I feel like they added that scene in later, or they just didn't think hard enough about how they were doing this. Uh, be, yeah, I'm gonna one. go with
0: the I'm gonna go with the latter, not the former on that uh, one.
1: Because he's he's standing there, kind of shrouded in in shadows. He's in the dark, and he's not. He's facing the wall, and you go in there, and he just. He raises his hand and gets Tom to kneel down and then turns around and it's Lee, right? Obviously, it's Lee because we fucking know that because we saw him five minutes ago. That would have been the perfect place to actually reveal him initially.
0: Yeah, this movie is not working on that level of craftsmanship. (laughs) It just
1: just bugs me. I mean,
0: we're dealing with a first draft script already, so...
1: (laughs) Uh, Then he gets super fucking creepy and he's like, you know, you, you lost a fight. Weakness is disgraceful. If you, if you lose again, I'll fucking kill you myself.
0: No, he says, if you lose again, you'll be lucky if I decide to let you
1: live. God, he's a fucking psycho. What
0: fucking teacher is just going around threatening their students' lives?
1: Where are the parents? Where are the parents? It was the 90s. Nobody had parents.
0: Let's face it. Tom's parenting situation couldn't have been good already.
1: (laughs) After Tom leaves, Lee tells the hot chick to, I should probably learn her name so I can quit calling her. (laughs) wow, she has a really boring name. What the fuck? Her name is Kate. Everybody has the most boring names in this movie. Like, oh, you know what? Technically they did change Ken's name. The actor's name is Ken Scott with two N's, but his character in the movie is Ken Marks with one N.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So they dropped an N that you can't hear. Did you find it as interesting as I did that his last name is Mark S and he looks just like Mark Strong?
1: Oh, hey, yeah, you'd, I didn't because I didn't put that together at all. I do, can, because I never do because I never who that remember that guy is
0: Mark Strong's fucking name.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's the guy from fucking Kick Ass, yep.
0: Who played Le- Mick Lovin's dad? Let's not forget that. Yes,
1: he was Mick Lovin's dad. Not when McLovin was actually Mick Lovin, but you know, in the no, kick But
0: that is how I always put it when we bring him up. Well yeah,
1: who who else is uh Christopher Minnes class other than fucking McLovin?
0: Basically, like yeah, he's gonna he's 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 saddled with that one till the day he dies.
1: He's in his forties now. <laughs> Fuck. poor guy so she he, lee tells kate to go investigate the janitor to see who the fuck this guy is who just kicked the shit out of two of his best students which
0: she decides to do yep and then we co- with the biggest fucking camera you've ever seen it was 1993 man that camera was big for 1993
1: well because billy has the same fucking camera
0: no billy's camera was <laughs> way more discreet it had a huge <laughs> lens on it but the camera it's the camera housing wasn't gargantuan the camera housing on that thing was Massive. It looked like a goddamn copy of Stephen King's It in hardback.
1: Yeah, the wow i didn't really i didn't really notice i just kind of accept everything in the 90s being fucking wacky looking like that
0: no cameras were not that weird generally my only thought is maybe maybe it was a very early digital camera now we're because d- they did have they did have digital cameras as early as like 1992 or something like that They did
1: now we're dwelling on cameras you were giving me shit about the pringles now they're dwelling up now we're dwelling <laughs> You're on right cameras.
0: you're <laughs> right i'm so missing the forest for the trees here
1: she had a huge fucking camera we'll cut back to the school again for a second because julie apologizes again and then ken's finally like uh hey you know what fuck off (laughs) <laughs> yeah, finally. He's a lot nicer about it. He's just like, yeah, no, I did like you, but I'm going to stay away now because I really am tired of getting my ass kicked.
0: Yeah. He's like, he's like, what? how did he put it? He says, I did want to talk to you, but it hurts too much.
1: Yeah, right. But it doesn't matter because Tom fucking corners him outside and kicks his ass for real this time.
0: This is a true blue ass whooping if ever I've seen one.
1: Yeah. And then I wrote down that, hey, this is the first sweep of the movie. Like, I know Billy was using the fucking broom before, so that doesn't count there's like four or five times where people fall for the exact same sweet maneuver in this movie
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that's uh they definitely got a lot of mileage out of that one
1: (laughs) yeah but yeah so tom is like you just you want to you want to be better than me you want to be cool whatever fucking but yeah he kicks his ass and (laughs) and ken i it just breaks my heart he's like i didn't say that to anybody (laughs) (laughs) yeah because mike did yeah he's fucking dumb. mike man but mike helps ken up after after getting laid out they go to see billy they just go down into the basement ken's down there and he goes billy and then billy comes out and then he's like what happened to you man you know what i'm gonna teach you how to defend yourself I'm like that's all he fucking wanted in the first place you could have just done that <laughs> just
0: took no further convincing
1: so yeah now we get now the training begins so ken does make reference to the karate kid yes, here he
0: does in the first montage yeah it's sort of a suit montage it's not a full montage yeah, not we get yet. a couple of those later
1: uh, and he's making him sweep the floor and clean the toilets and stuff and he's like what does this have to do with karate he's like screw karate or whatever this is getting into shape screw training this is getting into shape
0: yeah and then he uh and then when he's cleaning the toilets he's like oh i get it this is like after i get done cleaning these toilets i'm gonna know a bunch of sweet karate moves like wax on wax off right
1: and he's like just clean this is called clean the toilet and it teaches humility and then go get started on those urinals and there are a lot of fucking
0: urinals in that bathroom
1: yeah it's pretty ridiculous
0: and at this point i'm like this motherfucker
1: is just getting this kid to do his job for him yeah which brings me to one of the one of the biggest inconsistencies in this movie how the fuck is the janitor getting away with making this kid do this stuff
0: (laughs) yeah seriously makes no sense where's the principal for this or the vice principal excuse me
1: he doesn't care because he's getting labor he's getting labor hours it doesn't matter he's also
0: pulling cigarettes and probably <laughs> other things off of kids out in the quad uh, whatever the fuck they call it yeah and that kid who got That's caught a with college a college term i'm sure yeah
1: that kid who got caught with a spray paint can deserved it because he was sitting right in front of the wall that he uh that he <laughs> and he still
0: had the paint in his backpack and everything it's like well all right yeah fuck that kid
1: uh so we get a nice here. here's more tom being a possessive creepy person julie's pissed because you know he beat the shit out again and she's like he all he was doing was talking to me and he's like you're mine julie if i don't want people talking to you then they don't
0: and like i said uh tom is doing easily the best acting in this whole movie because I completely believe
1: him. Maybe he's not acting.
0: Yeah, that would be my major concern. Which makes me feel sorry for him. The actor who did this, I feel sorry for him the same way I feel sorry for Billy Zabka because you know after doing this movie, the only saving grace is that almost nobody saw this movie. But he was so convincing in this role that if that's on his reel I'm going to be shocked if he's able to find work doing anything else for the rest of the 90s at least.
1: Uh, I don't think he's acting anymore so i don't think we have to worry about that
0: probably because he got typecast as tom from showdown and he's like i'm tired of hitting my girlfriend i just want (laughs) to have a love scene it doesn't involve me choking her out or threatening her family
1: his name is ken mcleod and he was in his first movie was this movie called college kickboxers which i watched the trailer for and it looks fucking incredible it's terrible okay so you found a new favorite (laughs) yep maxim i haven't seen it yet but i've it's been on my fucking list forever Maxim Force out for blood ring of fire 2 with uh Don what's his butt the dragon Wilson yep Don Wilson thank you oh oh you know he was also in double Dragon you know those two guys that they fight at the beginning of the movie in that weird little tournament thing you know I thought he looked familiar yeah he's one of those guys yep that's it and then he did a movie called Guardian angel with Cynthia Rothrock and he did virtual combat with Don Wilson again and then his you last movie... Cynthia
0: Rothrock like I should know that name who is she
1: oh she's uh a big big kung- fu star man
0: oh okay yeah i'm not
1: familiar uh she made a lot of hong kong movies she was she was a white lady an american who went over to hong kong and kicked ass she's fucking great she's a badass
0: okay yeah she she was in she did
1: martial law and china o'brien and shit like that no idea (laughs) um and his last movie was in 2001 it's called the comedian comedian the chameleon for fuck's sake
0: okay those are two completely different movie titles
1: (laughs) but apparently he's a martial artist type guy which is why he can't really act that well okay and he was Uh, born in duluth minnesota so there you go
0: well you know again i believe him more than i believe anybody else in the entire rest of this movie (laughs) uh except maybe mike
1: yeah i think that guy's just kind of like that
0: yeah and that's that's why is that guy comes off as he was probably the quippy nerd in school (laughs) you know <laughs> I believe him in that role.
1: So Kate, the hot lady from the dojo, she shows up at the school and talks to the vice principal. And of course he's this balding fucking weirdo. So he's like fawning over this hot lady.
0: <laughs> you keep referring to her as the hot lady. And when you say the hot lady from the dojo, I think of that young chick who keeps seducing the librarian. Oh, she's the, the hot, hot girl from the dojo. <laughs> I don't think of Kate. Cause I don't think Kate's that hot. Honestly,
1: <laughs> she was hot back then. Uh, she's not, I, t- so much I didn't anymore. even think so then. Okay. Okay, so the the fucking cougar. There you go. That better. Okay, thank you. So she says she's interviewing for a substitute teacher position, but she spies on the little training session going on between Ken and uh, and Billy.
0: And that's where we get the gir- the gargantuan camera. <laughs> How t- did she smuggle it in there? Is the question.
1: That is a very good question. Because oh, I
0: didn't see I I didn't see a duffel bag anywhere for her to fit it into.
1: She takes it back to the dojo to show Lee, and he jumps up and freaks the fuck out. <laughs>
0: his reaction is fucking priceless it's so, so over the top
1: yeah i don't think that guy knows how to not be over the top though
0: no i completely agree with you that guy's whole game is is over the top yeah oh I mean. you want me to take it to 13 no uh just a nine or a ten will do there
1: pat all right all right all right i'm ready to go <laughs> with, yeah. a name, with a name like patrick kill patrick do you fucking expect anything else <laughs> The most Irish goddamn name in the history of ever. You make a compelling argument. <laughs> okay, so we get another another little training montage. Billy is throwing basketballs at Ken. <laughs> and Ken's like, hey, dude, if one of those hits me, it's going to hurt. I'm like, yeah, it's the point. Don't be a bitch. <laughs>
0: I love how they dress him up to this point. They make sure he is constantly wearing baggy loose fitting yes, clothes. they did that on purpose because this dude, fucking
1: jacked. Yeah, this dude is already in fucking incredible shape. He's a great martial artist. He was a Ninja Turtle twice and a foot soldier, ripped, by the way.
0: He is ripped on a level that would make Rob McElhaney jealous.
1: You know what? Another another thing that would kind of get rid of some weird inconsistencies and logical fallacies in this movie would be like, hey, uh, set this fucking thing in college, maybe.
0: Yeah, seriously seriously oh god if you would if they would have just done but then you know you've eliminated his whole well no i mean
1: he could be hanging out with his mom to make sure she stays on her feet and shit well no i
0: was just thinking the fish out of water thing but actually the fish out of water thing works better in college the only problem is the clicks aren't as established in college you know
1: yeah but it's a, it's a dumb movie we can make that work
0: yeah i don't know
1: i mean because I, I can buy tom as in his early 20s ish
0: yeah no i totally could definitely not could a fucking buy, teenager i could buy everybody in this movie as being at least in their early 20s
1: yeah oh okay so this this is really important every one of these movies has a fucking training montage song and this one is fucking awful but it's also great
0: yeah it oh my god seriously sounds like i kept thinking of the paperboy scene from rad which is my least favorite music of that entire movie
1: seriously oh Yeah, it's.
0: I mean, it's not that, but it's so close that it looks like you could. It sounds like music you could 100% transpose into that sequence.
1: Oh, dude, I loved it so much. I'm like, this song is fucking awful. Then it gets to that chorus, and they're like, the the, the gang vocals with that one word. They're just like draw, and then he's like, draw the line. I'm like, yes. Oh god, it's so stupid. I love it. It's real bad, and in that delightful way, though, it's so good. Made me so yeah. happy. The music in this
0: movie is not good.
1: No, it's fucking terrible. That cat that chorus is catchy as fuck though it's been stuck in my head all day
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go back and listen to it to get it stuck in my head oh i am if you're down for some f- self-flagellation go for it but i'm not so let's keep it rolling
1: um so i wrote down that billy is ken's dad now basically because yeah. <laughs> he talks to him about julie and shit and he's like giving him advice and all that shit and him and julie make up he asks her out and gets fucking gets shot down pretty good like she was nice about it but and this is where she comes up with all those weird excuses about tom well this is the first time she comes up with some weird excuse excuses about tom it'll happen again later then you have mike doing weird improv shit with the lockers in the background like they didn't know what him what they wanted him to do so he's just kind of like trying to open the locker and then he's like oh that's not my locker and then he fucking. <laughs> and then Mike that after that seems a little rough yeah I I like him though he's funny
0: well I yeah I mean (laughs) I don't mean from a craft standpoint I just mean like watching him get shot down like that is like with 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 her you know like justifying Tom shit you know in that you don't know him the way I do
1: yeah not okay with that so I thought the subtitles were wrong so I had to rewind this part like three times to make sure when Julie walks away Mike goes hey man well you, you you went to you went to billy for fucking girl advice you could have just came to me man I, I, I know how i know how to you know hit on chicks or whatever and then he's a girl walks by and he's like hey what's up baby and she's like jerk and he's like okay that was a bad example and he's <laughs> so he puts his <laughs> arm around ken and they they start walking away and i thought he said i thought he said let's go find a girl with taste and then that the subtitles got it wrong because on the subtitles it says let's go find a girl with tits
0: what no <laughs> yes. i 100 got taste out of that
1: um i rewound it several times and i think he says tits really wow because i thought he said taste too i remember the scene
0: specifically
1: and i wrote down gross because i'm like what the fuck is wrong with these people Fucking high schoolers, man! Oh my god! So, fuck. What happens next? Billy and Ken are training again. uh Another training montage. This, I think, is the one where they come out of the boiler room. He's like, "Why is it so fucking hot in there? Why are we training in there?" And then it's because it oh. stamina and whatever. But then something important also happens here. Billy says, "You know, go grab a soda over there." And then Ken finds like an open locker or something, like a safe or whatever, with Billy's badge and shit in it. He doesn't say anything about it yet, but he, you know, he has a thing—the
0: <laughs> badge that says
1: "Policeman Police." <laughs> yeah, it does say that. It? Oh
0: <laughs> Thanks, high
1: definition. Oh, right. I there's a lot of these movies that we're gonna talk about, like Ninja Turtles. While the suits look great, they were not made for fucking HD at I'm sure all. They weren't. Puppet Master, same thing. Not made for HD. I saw the strings no, on every fuck. fucking one of those puppets when I was watching that. Yeah.
0: Oh no. You know what? The one thing that we did uh, we did forget to mention that does bear mentioning is um, what's her name? Kate. Yes. Basically, at this point, she's taken an interest in in, uh, uh, Ken. Right, right. Because the rumors are going around and she tells tom to keep his hands off or no wait we haven't gotten to that, that doesn't fight ha- yet, that
1: happen it's almost Fuck. like it's right now actually i was just getting to it so ken's on his way home and he gets confronted by tom and they have this little back and forth for a second and tom's like oh you're learning how to fight huh come on i'm gonna let, let's fucking do this and ken just happens to get lucky and kind of dodge just the right way and he kicks tom in the balls and kate is there i'm like yo she set the shit up what a bitch
0: <laughs> oh absolutely like how he did not get Skeeved out by her just rolling up. Ew. Knowing oh,
1: his name. And when he gets in the car and he's kind of nervous, he's like, Let's just get out of here, please. And I'm like, that that's fair, I guess. But she's like she's like, Don't be so nervous. I don't bite unless you want me to. Ew. <laughs> Yeah, like,
0: this is a fucking high schooler, you perv.
1: Ugh, God, it's so gross. It, a men definitely wrote this. Absolutely. Yeah. So she takes him to the dojo because she told him about the kids fighting for extra money and stuff, and they obviously know a little bit more about him than we're
0: led to believe. At which point, I would have jumped out of that fucking car because, oh, no, yeah. that, is, that that is creepy as fuck you come in here knowing my name knowing all this shit about me who the fuck
1: are you lady so she takes him there and he sees all these people like all these kids they're like fighting and and she's like oh a lot of kids pay their way through college like w- doing this and he's like unless they waste it all on plastic surgery first
0: you know hey at least ken's uh ken's taking a realistic view he didn't get blinded by the cash
1: he's not a bad character really like he he's a good dude like we like him he's kind of an idiot but he's an all right guy yeah he's he's dumb but uh lovably dumb so now we're getting a taste of these fights and it turns out that lee is the fucking champion like he's the grand champion of this whole thing and they do like this weird karate kid thing where the referee goes bow to me and then they bow to him and then they turn to each other bow to each other and then the opponent bows and lee doesn't And then the the ref goes, bow. And then he kind of does a little head nod, hand thing or whatever. They did that in the Karate Kid. The exact same thing.
0: Very minimal. The one thing that does need to be mentioned is these underground fights are fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Like, like it's taking place in a goddamn nightclub for God's sake. Okay, it's, did this make no sense huge?
1: to you? They have like there official are... medical professionals there
0: and shit. Exactly, there are hundreds of people there. <laughs> they have medical professionals on staff. Fuck you, you're not doing underground underground boxing or whatever. Doesn't make it any underground sense. street fighting with gambling and everything like that. They've got a professional announcer. Come on,
1: yeah, it makes zero fucking sense. Yeah, but that's what makes it yeah. so no, fun. This should have this
0: taken place. This it should have taken place in a train yard or some shit like that
1: that would have cost more money though yeah that but that's probably true
0: at least they could get a closed set for that
1: <laughs> yeah exactly nobody fucking running in there going like what's going on guys <laughs> <laughs> i saw you're shooting shooting a movie over there what what, what, what's the movie about (laughs) i just had to complain about that (laughs) because it's it's so so flagrant ken is fucking horrified by this whole thing by the way and kate also offers him money she's like here here's an advance take a girl out for a nice dinner see what it's like to have some money for once
0: and he's like i can't take that hands it back to her
1: yeah and then let's just cut to we (laughs) we're back we're back to him and billy hanging out for a second and billy's pissed off because he's like you try to do some good in this world and that kind of shit happens and he's like dude i was just there to check it out man
0: it looks like billy is angry at ken for like for a second yeah. like dude he got like dragged there by some creepy lady he's an 18 <laughs> year old boy let's face it when we were 18 any of us if an even mildly attractive woman gave us that line about i don't bite unless you want me to they could pretty much take us wherever they wanted
1: to. i would have come in my pants if any of if a lady that looked like that said anything even remotely resembling that to me when I was eighteen, yes.
0: See, honestly, I've never been attracted to that woman. I was not attracted to her back in the nineties. I remember seeing her in other things too. <laughs> never thought she was attractive. However, if someone had spoken to me like that, just been that sexually aggressive with me, I couldn't have said no to that. Uh, I couldn't have. Yeah, I didn't have that much strength. That's. Called... I was not getting laid in and, high school. Okay, and, I'm in her sorry, case, was that
1: not that would be predatory behavior, and that is not okay.
0: Yes, it would be predatory behavior <laughs> having said that being the case especially don't get mad at ken about this this was not ken's fault
1: well yeah then billy kind of like storms off for like like two feet away and ken's like hey well i know you're you weren't always a fucking janitor you fucking loser which is mean because i'm like dude what the hell's wrong with being a janitor fuck you
0: well you know uh, it was the 80s basically
1: yeah, yeah you're not nothing unless you're like a cop or some weird professional type of person um anyways <laughs> billy tells him about how he killed the guy and he had to l- he had to quit the force but then he does say something super weird he's like but i've been thinking about getting back into it sure i I thought that line was just kind of weird
0: that was his indication that he wants to he wants to break up this child fighting ring
1: well yeah so they're gonna that was my next note they're gonna take down the ring
0: that was the script writer's clever way of introducing that billy wants to take him on
1: and then we get that little conversation between tom and kate about how they fucked and he only lasted three minutes and
0: and at that point kate is like stay the fuck away from ken he's off limits
1: and then that comes that comes back in the you know in the hallway when they're like she told you to stay away and he's like that's for business this is pleasure
0: no that was earlier
1: what was that earlier oh no yeah, it was, that was right, earlier right. that
0: was when she came to him and she was like hey i heard you were bullying some kid at school and he was like no it wasn't fucking liar guys like that are the reason bullying campaigns don't work because that guy 100 sees himself as the victim
1: oh absolutely yeah yeah and he's awful yeah.
0: he's just he's a fucking monster
1: <laughs> but again man montage
0: montage it's a it's a training Even montage you had a
1: montage <laughs> It's a training montage slash Billy spying on the fighting ring montage.
0: Double decker montage.
1: Yes. And then Billy calls Spinelli, his old cop partner friend from the beginning, to tell him about the fights, and they go there together. So they stop. They stop this guy as he's coming out of the thing, and they they find Straight money up him assault him this guy. Yes. <laughs> Let's use the proper word. Yes, they they assault <laughs> this man.
0: Billy grabs him and slams him in the door of his own car. That is not subtle.
1: No, no, not at all. But we got a cool little little fight scene. A bunch of thugs come out and start trying to kick their asses. Even Spinelli, this old fuck, is getting into it. And he's kind of uh, a badass.
0: You know, as I mentioned in the last episode, uh, when we were talking about Do the Right Thing and Spike Lee's contribution to Old Boy, the remake, once again, a bunch of guys charging out of an illegal underground fighting club, (laughs) not carrying weapons. Come on. Let's get realistic. The
1: second wave has weapons, no guns, but they have like pipes and stuff.
0: Yeah. But nobody's got a fucking gun. Come on, these are criminals, professional criminals in America, for God's sake.
1: If they had, if they were going to use guns in this movie, they would have had to have hired a gun master guy whatever the fuck they're called that would have cost more money
0: exactly so just don't do
1: the goddamn scene you have to do do it right don't do it you have to do this scene because we're gonna cut to it right now lee is watching the fight on the cameras there's obviously cameras if it's illegal you gotta have cameras and he's like this is the fucking janitor right kill him in school make sure everyone sees his body that's (laughs) fucked up
0: (laughs) holy shit dude dial it back At the same time, Lee clearly recognizes him as the man who killed his brother. Oh, you think so, huh? Yeah, I'd say that's fairly. I noodled that one out. It's not obvious, but, uh, you know, I'm a student of film. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I'm picking up on the subtle clues.
1: And then the next scene is where Julie makes the comment about. (laughs) I'm picking up on the
0: subtleties of Patrick Kilpatrick's performance.
1: Oh, it's it's. I'm surprised he didn't win an Oscar. The next scene is where Ken's like, "Oh, I have to have to go do a workout session," and Julie's with him, (laughs) and she's like, "Oh, is that you're gonna go train with that big black guy, right?" Which
0: literally the only mention of race in the movie, pretty much. Yeah,
1: it it was really out of place and weird, but it's okay. She's like, "You're working out with the janitor, though," and he's like, "Yeah, it's it's fine." And this is another one where she where he asks her out, and then she's like, "No, I can't," and he's like, "It's because of Tom. You don't even like him anymore." And you know, Ken's making sense, and she's like, "But we." We've been going out for such a long time and i just can't and it's complicated and he's like fuck
0: that is a very high school thing i mean i don't i don't know maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's adult world too but boy that's very high school we've been going out for like two years i couldn't just break it off with him remember when two years seemed like a long time
1: yeah no shit that's ugh, nothing man <laughs> fucking nothing so stuff is gonna start flying at us a little quicker here so that that's nice everything's kind of yeah not-
0: we're in the, we're in the acceleration yeah phase of the movie
1: so the cops uh, a big group of cops show up at the dojo the next day to bust it up i guess but they go in there and it looks abandoned like nothing's fucking nothing's been used in forever it's it's really weird so that didn't work like did they expect everybody to be there fighting in the middle of the
0: day because logically <laughs> they should have showed up on like a friday night too expensive to do night shoots well that's fair you need more you gotta lights. have all that extra lighting equipment we're on a budget
1: so let's cut back to the boiler room ken and billy are talking about julie again because you know they do that because again billy is ken's dad uh, oh
0: gee a high school guy who won't shut the fuck up about a girl he has a crush on what are the odds
1: and then of course mike is in the background being the funny guy he's like dancing with the mop and shit and he's billy's like well you can't be that hard look at your competition
0: no he says you must be a real catch i mean look at your yeah, competition right. And then there's mike
1: mike goes you guys are really insensitive it, that's-
0: sometimes. That's the point at which I'm like, these are just two meat meathead douchebags. It's just they're not the sociopath psychotic types. That's all. Yeah, they're just kind of douchey. About Mike it, is it. the guy I actually identify with.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Ken is the guy I want to be. Mike is the guy I am.
0: Ken is the guy whose body I want to have.
1: Well, um, yeah.
0: but le- but let's be honest. I don't want to be Ken.
1: Nah, he's boring.
0: Yeah. Ken's boring as hell. <laughs> like Mike's the fun guy. All Mike's right. The guy who's not going to get laid at all for the rest of high school, <laughs> but is going to be a big hit at college.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that happening. And now he's learning karate with Ken, so there you go.
0: Yeah, so he's gonna be in slightly better
1: shape. Um, let's cut to another uh super psychotic scene. This is getting rough. I'm glad it's <laughs> mostly over. Tom and Julie and all the and, and the whole gang, they're fucking at the movies, right? She wants to talk. She's like, Do we have to see this movie? Let's go talk somewhere. And he's like, We talk all the time, and she's like, uh, no, we don't. But he's oh, he's also like, I already bought the tickets. And I'm like, yeah, Julie, that was really inconsiderate of you. And I'm being serious right now. That was really inconsiderate. <laughs> Why didn't you just say hey let's talk let's not go see the fucking movie
0: you do realize that you can just walk right back to the box office and get your money back for those tickets right you can just do that as long as the movie's not over you can do that
1: i've never done that so i don't know people he,
0: don't seem to realize that this is an option
1: yeah it, it. It makes it more dramatic. Like if you're halfway
0: through a movie and you don't like it, you can walk back to the box office and say, I want my money back. More people should be aware of it and act upon it. Fucking Transformers would not have made half the money it made if people actually realized that if a movie's shit, you can walk out halfway through. Now, the first Transformers,
1: the first Transformers, I'll give I'll give them that. That one's an an okay movie. The other ones. I'll give you
0: that one Transformers
1: movie. (laughs) The other ones. Not as much. Bumblebee was pretty good. I've heard that. Wasn't great, uh, but it, was, it, it does
0: have that uh, Haley Steinfeld chick yeah, in it. I, she, she's she's a good actress. She's I, I she's like
1: great, her. and she's not hard to look at at all. But I like her a lot. She's 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 really fun to watch. Edge of Seventeen is a great movie, and she's just a
0: goddamn good. I mean, she's a great actress. She's she not really just a is. good actress. She's a great actress.
1: Uh, in Pitch Perfect, like Pitch Perfect Two and Three, she's one of my favorite parts of those movies.
0: Okay, enough. We're not talking about her. We're not talking about Bumblebee. <laughs> We're talking about Showdown, the all, all right. the the perennial classic starring Billy Blank and patrick kill Patrick.
1: tom makes a bunch of comments he's like oh you want to go hang out in the back seat huh Ugh. i hate everything <laughs> this guy says
0: he cannot just have a normal interaction like that honestly that that was the thing it's like at least with johnny there was like some normalcy to him you know he wasn't just a psychotic the whole time yeah like he yeah. He, he had his moments like like the, that first introduction you know no i used to be a, i used to be a script now i'm getting things together you know like, oh, hey, good for you, kid. And then he becomes an asshole. But all right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, at least he's not a one note character. This dude. <laughs> he can't open his fucking mouth without saying something creepy
1: yeah she she finally like gets it she she finally gets it right and she's like um i'm leaving bye so fuck off and you know tom tries to go after her but then the friends are like dude let's just go see the fucking movie man that dude is really nice to the lady selling popcorn he he uses tom no not tom his buddy the the friend he's like hey can we get some popcorn please and he's really nice about it
0: yeah no that guy's that guy's a he's definitely a douchebag enabler and when a fight is potentially on he he he's right there with Tom but he actually seems to have a little bit of stability to him like he's the one who he's the one who like you said you know kind of talks him down in that situation and he's the one who goes up to uh, Billy after the fight and he and he's the one who when Tom is going psycho in the sparring session is like
1: dude dial it back so now let's cut to Ken Ken is home on a Friday night in the early 90s oh no I actually wrote that down oh no because his mom's like it's not healthy to be home on a friday night like the fuck does that mean
0: so uh who who should happen to call and
1: provide a an option yep julie calls from the payphone across the street from the movie theater with some creepy punker looking guy staring at her and he's not really doing anything he's just kind of looking at her
0: and ken is such a simp that he goes and picks her up
1: oh of course of course this is intercut by the way so ken and Julie are around the campfire roasting marshmallows and they have their little conversation like he's like i'm i'm training like that's not why i train i'm training so i can steal you away from tom and she's like you already have that's done i don't care about that (laughs) fuck that
0: (laughs) and she really leans into it and like she's on knots landing or something like that
1: but you know what i really want to talk about i want to talk about billy and his awesome fight scene here yeah yeah because th- this is this is where it's fucking at um because hey guess what there's another dude in this scene who you've seen in a thousand movies and he was in a previous episode going to be in a future episode
0: yes he was and yes he is
1: oh so you actually know who he is okay good i was i
0: i well i mean i recognized him obviously i assume he was in big trouble in little china because he's an asian american in the 80s <laughs> well yeah
1: he's the guy who when kurt russell's like hey you guys uh fancy any english he's the guy who's like where'd you get this guy, man? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And then he's also in, uh, in best of the best. Ah, oh, there he, you go. He plays Seijin Kwan who fights Eric Roberts. So, w- <laughs> We're going to be doing two Bob Ratitude movies. Fuck yeah, we are. Three, because Best of the Best 2 he also directed. Well, we'll are, get to that you, one.
0: Are we seriously going to do Best, or is that just like we're going to do Rocky 6, like uh, where it's, it's it's like Pipe Dream, we're never actually going to get to it. We'll get there. We're going nope. to keep saying we're going to get to Iron Man 2, but it's never going to happen.
1: I've officially given up on doing all the Marvel movies in order of their release, and we'll probably just end up doing like the Spider-Man movies, because <laughs> those are the only ones I really care about. About right
0: now well all right there's a few of those we should do
1: yeah no definitely there's there, there's at least a handful that we should definitely touch on
0: we've literally been talking about doing certain movies since the inception i mean we're talking pre-episode one yeah. and we still have not gotten to them so i know when you say <laughs> we're gonna do best of the best two as well i could see us doing best of the best one with this action kick you've been on this year but uh best of the best two color me skeptical
1: so remember how lee said he was going to have billy killed well uh a couple hitmen show up and it's uh, what's his name james Jai courtney Jai, Jai courtney fuck Jai <laughs> courtney well there is a guy who kind of looks like him <laughs> like like just a, a. this is a movie filled with doppelgangers a generic white man uh but then james lou <laughs> is the is the asian guy who you've seen in a thousand other movies he's in yes. he's the bad guy in american ninja five yes there are five of those it's not actually an american <laughs> ninja movie they just slap that title on to get the name recognition it's actually a movie called little ninja man we'll get to that when we get to it um, whatever
0: you say boss <laughs>
1: Uh but this no this this scene's pretty fun they go all over this auditorium building they end up on this like set on the stage and it's like <laughs> And it's this house
0: set. That's a great comic <laughs> relief moment because at first, the first time I watched this through, we are like, the, suddenly in the set, into and house. the walls are wobbling every time. And and he runs into the room and slams up against the wall like he's gonna hide, which makes no fucking sense once you realize that it's a stage set. But you don't realize that until the fight's completely over. But at the same time, the whole set looks very bizarre, and the walls are shaking. But remember, this is a shitty production that we're watching so i actually believe they just built a really shitty house set on a sound stage and then shot this fight scene in it so it was so surreal the wall i mean the walls are wobbling like they're made out of fucking paper did ed wood direct this what the fuck yeah (laughs) so goddamn bad and then and then after the fight's over we pull away and it is a good fight like it's cheesy and and it hits all the right notes and then we pull back and it's you know obviously like the set for the high school production of death of a salesman or some shit like that
1: (laughs) well and the whole time i'm watching this i'm not to not to like change the point a little bit i'm watching james lou and billy blanks like go at it for like that short time they do and i'm like fuck dude those two need back back in their prime in this time they need they needed a scene a long fight scene together oh absolutely no
0: they're both clearly really good fighters you know like really good they they can do the choreography and they have the physicality and they move well yeah it was it was really that that's the scene where you first really get it where billy blanks really gets his first chance to shine in this movie Uh, because up to this point it's just bad acting and (laughs) some decent stick fighting but you know like you didn't really get to See his physicality in this scene, you really get
1: it. Yeah, and it could have been oh, could have been so great, but it's not that kind of movie, really. I
0: like this specifically for the fact that they that they shot the final confrontation on that weird set, and everything was so bizarre.
1: So, needless to say, Billy kicks the shit out of these two guys, even after getting stabbed in the arm, by the way, and he just runs away. Now, which leads me to a very, very big question, because this happened on a Friday night. Yep, the final fight that we. get here in a a few minutes is the next week on a a, a friday night billy was gone the whole time uh where the fuck was Billy because they obviously didn't have him like captive or anything. Don't go looking
0: for answers down that road. You're not going to like what you find.
1: Oh my God. Anyways. Uh, so the next day Kate shows up to kind of harass Ken about fighting for her again. And she hints at something happening to Billy. And he's like, you know, what the fuck? What, what did what did you do? And he's nowhere to be found. Nobody knows where he is. Mike makes some dumb joke. He's like, Oh yeah, I know where he is. I had fucking breakfast at his house this morning.
0: Yeah. And the, uh, the gym is police taped off. So clearly something went down in there, but we don't know what, uh, uh, yes <laughs> well I mean we know what but yeah. you know Ken doesn't know what
1: and it was the auditorium not the gym
0: excuse me get the your auditorium shit together and,
1: my and I wrote down also Tom is still sliming on Julie <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah he just come he just comes up and just puts his arm around her and tongues her face not she's really like, but you know
1: well close enough he does kiss kind of feels like it and she's like if you ever touch me again i'll have ken kick your ass like thanks new and at girlfriend that point, <laughs>
0: at that point i'm just like she is part of the problem
1: here yeah that isn't gonna help anybody what the fuck <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not looking to
0: victim blame for an abusive relationship, but come the fuck on. That was that indicates that there's a problem in your attitude like <laughs> that goes deeper than just this abusive relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah I thought that was real fucked up because this guy's just been kicking his ass the whole movie. And now, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then... she's
0: volunteering him for another. <laughs>
1: and so tom slaps her because he's a real nice guy
0: at that point ken really doesn't have a choice
1: no he, he goes up and he's like hey man don't fucking touch her but they're they're about to go at it but then you know the the other dojo kids uh the cute girl and the the sexy friend that's his new name
0: <laughs> yeah he is pretty <laughs> sexy i'm not gonna lie
1: um, then you know they're they're holding them back they're like you know if you want to fucking fight settle it like real men in a real ring she says any place anytime. Yeah, because that's a tough guy thing to say and then he tom says Friday night. So it's Monday. I think when I first watched this, I'm like, for some reason i thought he said tonight
0: yeah so did i the first time i watched it (laughs) and
1: i'm like how are how do they have time to train and stuff when the fight's tonight and why does it look like so many days are passing i'm very confused right now
0: my thought was why are they wearing themselves out with all this training they've got a fight in just a couple of hours
1: (laughs) but it turns out it's it's five days away not not yeah not a couple hours we're fucking stupid but we do get
0: a, (laughs) we we do get a. I love that we both had that exact same (laughs)
1: oh that's great it even happened this time like the first First time Good I time. watched it I'm like wait what? And then I watched it again and I'm like that, that, that's not right, right? I'm like oh Friday. Oh that fucking makes way more sense. Okay. So another cool training montage. I love training montages. They're my fucking favorite. The only issue mm-hmm. is they never used that Draw the Line song again. And I'm like you guys could have they used that crappy saxophone thing. Oh,
0: was there a different song for one of the earlier montages because yeah. that's the one I'm thinking of is the crappy
1: saxophone.
0: That's oh. the one I'm talking no, about. No, there was there was like when a real say,
1: like a real song, like a rock song.
0: Oh Oh, see i'm i i must have forgotten that entirely because yeah the one i'm talking about is the crappy saxophone one that i keep thinking of as like could easily replace
1: oh no okay paper i get boy, it the paperboy
0: makes... music you know because it's like
1: yeah that
0: makes way more okay that makes way more sense i get it it sounds like <laughs> it's from a fucking real estate commercial
1: but no that fucking that draw the line and i'm like it's so bad and i love it it's okay so nice. yeah
0: see like i've forgotten that entirely i I don't know how I missed it, but I did.
1: No, I didn't give two shits about that. weird. Maybe
0: I was refilling my Doritos. I don't
1: know. Maybe I don't I don't like the score. The score in this movie's lame. It yeah. kind of works because of how lame it is and how lame the movie is.
0: It does help that I have lowered expectations going into this film.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is this this movie's trash. It's not it's, it's literally turn off your brain and just kind of giggle at it. Entertainment.
0: It's Friday night and it's a good time for fighting.
1: Fight night. Uh, and I wrote down that's a nice outfit that Ken has on there with those weird purple pants and that purple shirt. That was my I don't only know what note. you're
0: talking about again. Like I'm.
1: You don't remember Ken's outfit? Nope. Oh my goodness. It's like these weird parachute <laughs> pants. You How know? am I drawing a blank on this? Yeah. What the fuck, man? So I also wrote down, uh, you, we get it. We get a fight. Like there, there's a fight going on already. And the ref is like saying words and he's talking. And <laughs> when the ref starts the fight, the subtitles say man speaks too fast in parentheses. <laughs> So they just fucking gave up. I'm pretty sure MVD the subtitle is a title guy
0: was just like, fuck yeah, it." I, I'm
1: pretty sure it's a foreign company. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I'll give him a free pass on that. Cause I didn't, I didn't hear what he said either, but that's just really funny to me. <laughs> Uh, so it's it's time for the it's time for the official fight tom versus ken right and it happened it happens fast we're, we're we're cool and julie's there of course she's on tom's side and it's and it's good in there and like no sign of billy though billy still hasn't shown up all fucking week every time you say julie i think julie dwyer it's a wrong movie same year wrong i know, wrong movie. I know. <laughs> is that the same year uh i think clerks actually officially released in 94 he made it in 93 though <laughs> i think i think i'm oh, boy. could be wrong on the date there but
0: anyway close. sorry to do der- I i didn't mean to you were driving us home all right we got two minutes let's go
1: tom is basically kicking ken's ass ken gets a few good shots in there and you know he's giving it his fucking giving it his his good little effort but tom is beating the shit out of him and not fighting fair even his friends are like come on tom fight fair
0: yeah that's pretty bad when like your your psychotic dojo homeboys are like all right you're going a little far with this they've been listening to Lee for years and even they think you're a tad over the edge tonight tom
1: yes so billy like kind of drops to the floor and then he looks off into the distance no at- no
0: it's not billy i it's meant ken
1: ken thank you and he he looks like at julie and mike and it, the camera just lingers on them for a second i'm like what the fuck's he looking at like why is that there then billy pops up out of the crowd i'm like how did he even see him
0: <laughs> yeah like they clearly meant it to have him look up and And see Billy like he has the I just saw Billy moment. But then they cut back and Billy takes like four seconds to appear. Really should have spent a little extra money on the editor.
1: Guess what Ken does? Ken's got to take off his shirt though before this (laughs) final bit
0: and that's the point at which you realize god damn he is rift
1: they even said in one of those in in that documentary on the blu-ray that they had to put him in like baggy clothes so we wouldn't see how in shape he was
0: yeah yeah i noticed it on the second watching
1: (laughs) yeah so you know ken wins kicks ass it's awesome
0: and and it's all just from seeing billy that he suddenly is imbued with the power of Tybo. that's his daddy
1: not like not like his daddy in like the baby daddy sense but no it's it's his it's his
0: this his daddy in the ddlg
1: sense he, dd uh, what what what? <laughs> it's a sex <laughs> Never mind. yeah that that's the daddy that i was saying it was not <laughs> don't be a creep we've had enough of that um okay sorry so lee shows up kind of like i guess he was there the whole time but he's no he, he was there for the whole fight was he okay he
0: yeah he was like jacking off in the corner while <laughs> While well, tom was kicking ken's ass but
1: since tom lost lee goes over and slaps tom in the face kicks the shit out of him basically <laughs>
0: well not before he sucker punches ken
1: right in the kidney well ken does ken well yeah he does do that huh and then ken kind of tries to be a badass and go after him again but then he gets taken out
0: just immediately
1: but billy's the goddamn hero and he's like all right we're gonna do this we're gonna do this now i've got something kind of i've got a weird observation to make okay lee's outfit is fucking ridiculous when was the last Time you saw a boss battle where the where the boss guy was wearing loafers and slacks, and it's not just slacks either. It's those ones that have that little hook that goes under your foot. <laughs> oh seriously, I didn't
0: yeah. notice that. It oh looks my god,
1: fucking ridiculous, and it's it, delightful. It's pretty
0: bad. It's pretty bad. He's like in full dress attire. Just yes. like, come the fuck on, dude. And he
1: rips off Billy's shirt, too, because we needed that.
0: Well, I'm sorry. If, you, if you've if you got Billy Blanks in your movie and you don't get him shirtless, you're wasting your time. Come on.
1: Hey, I, I like it, man. I'm, I'm into it. I, I smacked my wiener around a little bit when he when that happened. You're not alone, brother. Good. You're not alone. Good. And of course, Billy kicks his ass, but not before he, he gets his one-liner, but it's not a good one-liner. He just, right before he gets his last kick on Lee, he's like... You you're not going to hurt any more kids lee and then he kicks him in the face (laughs)
0: that's the that's the heights that the writing in this movie hits
1: yes and then we get a big big cheer everybody's celebrating uh ken runs up to hug billy and he's like you did it man you did it and billy looks at him and he goes no we did it (laughs) And then and we're we're wrapping up here. The movie's almost over. The um Kate tries to escape, but Mike like takes her out. He fucking kicks her and she just gets she falls. I don't know what the fuck happens exactly. Mike just Mike just straight up knocks her
0: on her ass.
1: It's pretty funny. And
0: then he's like, whoa, like he can't believe he's so powerful. Yeah, that, that that's not a great look there, Mike. I mean I realize she's a piece of shit, but uh... <laughs>
1: yeah maybe just restrain her uh then we do have a, a kind of a spin on the you're all right larusso moment the most douchebag version of it yeah he's like well i guess, I guess the better man lost and then he goes to shake his hand and then he pulls it away <laughs> real quick because because he thinks it's funny he
0: fucking air air shakes him or then or whatever he, the fuck you call that then, then he, he turns, actually does yeah. shake billy's hand. he
1: turns to billy he says thank you and i'm like oh that's actually like that there's obviously a sign of respect right there shakes his hand and then he says bye julie and then just walks away
0: i love how he just became like a normal guy at, at that point he was he's like had his douche ba- had his final douchebag moment jerking his hand away he
1: got he <laughs> got the Jen jerk knocked to... out of him by his sensei <laughs>
0: Yeah, apparently so
1: um so the cops show up and they arrest lee because yeah fucking think so uh essentially attempted murder at this point attempted murder and aggravated assault and running an illegal fight ring that sh- everybody possibly knows about <laughs>
0: <laughs> apparently everyone in the goddamn town knows about it because they have hundreds of people there well they were handing out flyers all week oh but i mean like before that oh yeah before that too yeah underground fights there were hundreds of people they got fucking bleachers that were
1: packed yeah it's not the fucking kumite like
0: Yeah, it's a a little they stretch believability more than a scotch on that
1: one. So now then this is where all the all the all of Lee's students, you know, one of them in particular goes, hey, man, you know, we're not too happy with our sensei. Would you teach us? And he's like, yeah, all right. And he shakes the he shakes the boy's hands that the two like the guys that are there. And then he turns to Gina, who is the cute girl, and he just kind of smiles at her and she's like dancing and all happy and stuff. And then they walk away. She,
0: She does that weird little dance when he says yes like she's
1: like a celebration dance and it's very strange <laughs> and then and then mike is like hey party at my house everybody and since the cops are there, he's like no alcohol of course just what does he say like sparkling just cider and s- alfalfa sprouts for you something like that
0: something like that
1: and billy gets his chance to rejoin the police force as a self-defense trainer type i guess
0: yeah so now he's uh he's going to be running a new dojo and teaching self-defense to cops so his professional life is is looking good
1: he's good. Get, he's getting his life back together because being a janitor is not a good thing nope not in the 80s it wasn't they do a back to the future thing here i don't know if it's actually a back to the future thing but when mike's like talking to ken and julie ken does that thing where he grabs his face and pushes him away and says excuse me and then he kisses julie
0: and i all i could think w- was mm, blood
1: I, I know he's I, just got
0: fucking blood running down his nose and out of his mouth. It's like That could not have tasted good. Yeah. You
1: see that in a lot of these movies, like at the end of every Rocky movie where Adrian's there, they hug and shit. <laughs> I'm
0: like, ew, the hugging. I could believe hugging, you know, like you're worried about him. You know, you you need that physical contact to reassure you that he's OK. But full on open mouthed making out lots of tongue with all that. Fucking blood? No. (laughs) Ew. God damn.
1: But that's okay. Mike stops him and he's like, hey guys, chill the fuck out. Let's go. It's good. the end and i said everyone's happy except tom who will definitely need to undergo years of therapy to not be an abusive (laughs) ass and then me being disappointed because this movie doesn't have any sequels that have nothing to fucking do with the first one aside from one character showing up and then going to like (laughs) vietnam or something for no reason
0: (laughs) showdown 2 starring billy blanks as the guy who gets killed in the opening scene
1: that movie no retreat no surrender you know with van dam there are i don't know it but i'm i'm sure it exists yes it's basically a karate kid kind of thing like it's oh okay. just just a kid learning martial arts and you know fights a guy at the end who happens to be van damme in one of his very first movies which is delightfully great he barely okay. talks it's awesome plays a russian that has two sequels that literally nothing to do with it except for the name it's a it's one of those
0: well that's a better title though no retreat no surrender that's a better title than showdown
1: oh absolutely
0: I mean, let's face it if this was a sequel to showdown in little tokyo okay
1: which never got a sequel which now that should have had a fucking disappointing because that movie's great
0: yeah showdown in little tokyo is a way better title
1: so that's fucking showdown that weird piece of shit from 1993 that nobody (laughs) saw
0: (laughs) that no one listening to this podcast was aware of until today
1: i highly recommend it though if you're into if you're into any of these bad martial arts movies and i think i think bad martial arts movies might be one of my favorite things ever i
0: have to say if things like double dragon and ninja three the domination and any kind of straight to video action movies do it for you this is also one of them it's um and and, and please them. understand please understand that that's not the criticism it sounds like i'm just saying you know like if it isn't your thing you're clearly not going to enjoy it but if it is this will fit nicely in there alongside those other movies that you enjoy i don't i'm not going to say it's going to be the best you've seen i'm not going to say it's going to be the worst you've seen it's clearly not going to be either of those but <laughs> (laughs) if you like if you go in for what this movie is offering it's all there on the table you look at that cover you know what you're getting so uh, so yeah uh, you know Google it look at look at the MVD website and and take a look at that cover and with the exception of an absent Billy Blanks you pretty much know what you're getting
1: Um, we forgot to talk about Ken Ken Scott and how he was a Ninja Turtle we I I mentioned it and how he went off and directed a movie at one point called The Adventures of Johnny Tao which I direct which I directed which I fuck Rented from Hastings because I saw that the guy who was Raphael in the Ninja Turtles directed this movie.
0: It, it said that on the cover. Yeah, yeah. That seems a little wordy.
1: You know, it was in the fucking description on the back. You know what else we <laughs> forgot? Okay, you know what else we forgot to bring up? Uh, really quick. So Ken Scott was, according to him, I don't know if this is true or not. It's in that documentary on the on the Blu Ray. He okay. swears to God that he was the first choice to play Billy Lee in the Double Dragon movie. Really? Now him being a martial artist and not that great of an actor it would have been that movie would have been so fucking much better were had had there been two martial artists in the two main lead characters
0: so you're talking about he's gonna replace the party of five guy
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah i i would have wholeheartedly endorsed that yeah i like this guy i i do i do he's not a good actor but no don't in a good way
1: yeah yeah right it's not yeah he's serviceable he could be an okay actor i think
0: and he's likable he's just got a natural likability whereas that guy just i fucking want to punch him in the face (laughs) as i see him (laughs) scott wolf (laughs) yes scott wolf fuck scott Wolf. i'm sure he's a nice guy it's a terrible thing to say fuck scott wolf but fuck scott wolf
1: yeah scott wolf come here we'll fuck you put you on the rotisserie spin you around a little bit
0: <laughs> my brain called back to that to one of the rain episodes and I just thought with one condom
1: <laughs> oh yeah we 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 tried twice to have two different girls on this show and it didn't work out guys yeah for those of you who are who are new you know
0: yeah I keep hoping we're gonna get another one but uh not looking that way chicks don't like us man we're weird we're fat and bearded and we're creepy looking can't imagine why they don't like us I can't wrap my head around that
1: but we are gonna have a special guest for power rangers month so that'll be fun so what's up next
0: week give the uh give the listeners a little taste
1: we're doing sharknado 3 the subtitle i can't remember what it is because I think, i'm an unprepared piece of shit i think it's oh hell no whatever it doesn't matter so social media you can follow us on everything at the shark pod where i should probably post about showdown and all that other dumb shit but i don't because i'm a fucking asshole and audible slash sharks across hollywood we're still doing that thing are you listening to anything
0: special this week i just downloaded the new book by my favorite living author luke Smithard. it's called you see the monster i don't know what it's about and i don't want to know what it's about <laughs> i just love going into his books with no preconceptions because that is how i find they are best enjoyed
1: it is about his penis he sees the monster and he, co- and he just kind of flicks it around he's like hello little monster <laughs> we'll see and that's the whole that's the whole book it's just 300 pages of him going hello little monster and then the then his penis goes rawr i'm a monster <laughs>
0: And that's why he's my favorite living author.
1: Well, I'm writing that book now.
0: So go to audibletrial.com slash sharksacrosshollywood for your free audio book.
1: And if you like this dumb shit that we're doing for free, you can pay us to do the exact same thing over on Patreon. Right now, we're in the midst of our 2021, the 13th, where we're reviewing every Friday, the 13th movie. And it's getting weird. We're finally into zombie Jason territory. And thank fucking God, because at least that adds something to it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: we're halfway through uh we just finished uh friday the 13th part six jason lives so head on over there and check out that episode along with episodes five four three and two and if you want to get a taste of what it's like check out
1: the uh the preview we have on the main page uh of friday the 13th patreon.com slash across hollywood well you know sharks with an S, patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood, not shark across Hollywood. I spoke too quickly and it did not work.
0: Well, the important thing is that you clarified and now they're all going to go there and donate seventy-five thousand dollars each per month.
1: Please do. Can one person do that? I'm really sick hey, of working at my shithole of job.
0: It's the secret, man. We just gotta keep speaking it to the
1: universe. Oh yeah, we're working the secret because that works. <laughs> right wrap it up fuck (laughs) all right anyways we'll be back in a couple weeks with whatever schlocky piece of shit is up on the next (laughs) is up on the docket next but until then stay jossom